What's up, everybody? Welcome to Super Retro, a nostalgic podcast about retro gaming, films, TV, and pop culture from the 80s and 90s. I'm your host, Tuck. That's Will Walk. Thanks for joining us. Let's hop right into this thing. This week, y'all, whoo, well, this month, because it's been about a month. Yeah, uh, planning it for a while. Yeah, yeah, but these these are a lot more meticulous. There's a lot of research to go into these things, and it's the best kind of research, because we just get to dive back into where we were at. Yeah, you, you get know? to go back into your childhood. That's right. You get to hop right back into it. So we're super pumped for this one. Uh, this one is um, the first movie we've done yet. Um, the la- last podcast we did was uh, The Legend of Zelda on the NES. This is the first movie. Remember, we got that that three-peat going. We're going to do a game, a movie, and something out of pop culture. Uh, an example would be like MTV. Yeah, or yeah. like Garbage Pail Kids. Or Garbage Pail Kids, so, or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in general, not yeah. just game. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So this week, y'all, let's Goonies. Hop- Goonies. All right? The, go- the, the young kids from the Goondocks. Y'all know what we're talking about. One of the best movies ever. One of the best movies ever made in the history of movies, period. I don't care what anyone says. Still holds up. It absolutely holds up. Like, our kids love it. It's one of those movies that I have nothing but fond memories of from my childhood. Dude, me too. I mean, when I look back on it, I'm just like, it encapsulated. Is that the right word? Yeah, encapsulated? no, it does. Every single thing about my childhood and, and even dreams I had and things I wanted to do. Yeah, the 80s, like in general. Yeah, the bikes. The bike riding, the kids hanging out in the neighborhoods. The the just And you know what? Another thing I liked, it shows you how kids treated each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they all ride each other out, like, constantly. <laughs> yeah, dude. And you know what? When I was watching it back, because uh, obviously we do our homework, when I watched it back, I was like, yo, this movie. They're mean. Yeah, they're mean. They cuss. I knew the movie was about to be awesome when Chunk said shit right off the bat. Yeah, I know. You know what I'm talking about? When he sees the, the car chase go by and he smashes his uh, his uh, milkshake or whatever yeah, on the window, he's pizza. like, he's like, shit. I was like, what? Yep. So, yeah, man, we're going to do the Goonies. We're going to. We we dove into this thing hard, so man, let's get right into this. What's me, crazy is we we learned we learned a lot just researching the stuff I, that I didn't know. I learned so much. You know what I mean? Like I didn't know hardly any of the stuff that I found out. I like, just knew the movie was yeah, awesome. I just knew the movie was awesome. How the how the kids acted, the story, the myth of you know One Eyed Willie, and like all that, and how it ended and everything. But I didn't know that in depth behind the scenes the. Dude, I learned so much, and yeah. there's so much cool stuff that we're gonna we're gonna cover. There's some hidden nuggets that you might not know. The Goonies is a 1985 adventure comedy film co-produced and directed by Richard Donner from a screenplay by Chris Columbus based on a story by Steven Spielberg. In this film, kids who live in the Goondocks neighborhood of Astoria, Oregon, attempt to save their homes from foreclosure, and in doing so, they discover an old treasure map that takes them on an adventure to unearth the long-lost fortune of One-Eyed Willie, a legendary 17th century pirate during their adventure they are chased by a family of criminals who want the treasure for themselves the film was released on june 7th 1985 which i was surprised about i thought it was like 87 or something Mm, so that means this thing was probably filmed in 84 yeah sometimes they filmed them two years before so Mm -hmm. it could have been 83 it just didn't seem that early 80s to me you know uh so and and this film uh, i would assume they had a lot of uh like post-production stuff they had to do probably there was a lot of edits there was a lot of stuff there like this isn't just like they had to make the backdrops and shit like you know what i mean we're about to get into that yeah absolutely um the film this this caught me off guard too here the film grossed 125 million worldwide on a budget of 19 million 
clearly a success. Oh my god! But 125 million. But back then. Back then. That's like Avatar money. Is it? Yeah, I mean, think about it. Back then, I'm sure most movies didn't make as much as you know. I, I feel like in my mind, which now it's become a cult classic. Yeah, it's like, like a cult classic. We so, should look that up and see what the top selling movie at all time in the '85 was. Back to the Future, 210 million. <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop. Two hundred thirty-four million, Rambo. One hundred fifty, Rocky Four. One hundred twenty-seven, The Goonies. Number seven, sixty-one million. That's probably just domestic box office. It's yeah. just showing sixty-eight million for nineteen eighty-five. Yeah, it's the top ten. It's, it's pretty good. I thought it would be like the the big one of the biggest movies ever from the eighties. Yeah, I would see how I could see it have a slow burn. It did. It, I think it was more popular later in like, its yeah, life. Because I mean, yeah. all those other movies you you named like have a bigger draw immediately. Like yeah. the Goonies, no one knew anything right. about. Wasn't Batman? It's a they new had movie. to watch it and be like, "Holy crap, yeah. that was a good." Directed by Richard Donner, screenplay by Chris Columbus, and story by Steven Spielberg. Man. How cool is that? Uh, it's it's a cool story, man. What are your first memories and thoughts when you think of it, or when whenever whenever you see the like a poster or something? Just like the first thing I think of, the Goonies makes me think of how f- cool it was to be with a group of friends and like trying to go on an adventure, and and another and pirates. That's Pir- what I think of pirates immediately. I think of friends. I think of bikes. Yep. For, for what I mean, and when I watched it back, the bikes weren't even that huge of a part of the movie. It was in the beginning only. It was the beginning but where it they showed w- you that's what they do on the regular. You know what I mean? Then that whole trek to where they, you know, made their way to the uh, to the restaurant. Yeah. At the beginning, you Went know, on the side of the road. It, that whole just going through there. Then they stopped on the side and looked at the rock and held the little medallion yep. up or whatever it was. There's the a little key. part in that where. Uh, Mikey sort of like re- almost wrecks. Mm-hmm. He almost wrecks and then runs into mouth. It runs into his bike, and like you would think that they would like react, and it looked so natural, like they had done it a- like a million times before. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. the wreck and the slide and the- like they they all acted like kids. They didn't act like an actor. Like right. oh shit, I fucked up. Like they just did it and went on. Mikey threw his bike down. Like how many times did you throw your bike down as a kid? Like every you- time. You didn't get off it and put the uh, dude. Ghost rides, yeah, hundred percent. And it, wherever it ended up, is like where sometimes it ended you'd up. ghost ride into your buddy. Right? Mikey's definitely my favorite. Oh man, he's he's one of the coolest kids in the world, and he's like a leader. He he's a leader, but he's got this like uh, blind confidence. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's just like we can do it, man. And I felt he. He embodied like every kid from the 80s that dreamed. Yeah. I felt like I got into so many of those situations, obviously on a smaller scale, but I got into a lot of like, I got into a lot of shit with my friends yeah. because there was nothing else to do. There were no games to play. Obviously, there were NES, but I'm talking only one person on the block had that. Yeah, and like these kids were into some situations where they could die. You know, what I mean? dude, there was plenty of situations I, w- I was in as a kid that I definitely. Probably could have died. Yeah, and the, it and shouldn't Mikey's, have been there. And like they almost a couple times like get out of this, and Mikey brings them back. Yo, we made it farther yeah. than Chester. We got to do pop. it, man. Got to bond together. This is what being a kid's all about. Like, and the fact that like uh, that's what I was teaching my my boy about was like how they were that he was they were trying to save their parents, not even just their like. They were trying to save their parents, their house, their lifestyle, their friends. Everything. Like, it was on their shoulders. Like, some little kids. The way they drew this up was just unbelievable. What a what way to draw you in with the Fratellis. Like, and it does, that's what I'm saying. This movie starts without even showing you any of the main, like, uh, kids. You know what I mean? It's like, a wild it, it, open. It grabs you and only shows Chunk. Like, it's almost like one of those openings where if you're watching with your kid, you're like, oh, shit. There's a guy hanging. Like, he fakes hangs himself in a prison. 
Then there's a police chase. When I started watching it again as an adult six, seven years ago or yeah. something, I realized how rough it was. But it's or, a different era when we grew up. Like, that was acceptable. The the Fratellis were the best bad guys. Ever. Italians. Like, yeah, great casting, bro. Whoever casted it knocked that they, shit out of the They park. knocked every single character. Mama Fratelli. You know, she's from... Uh, you yeah, you talking mama from the train? Yeah, bro? I know all about. She yeah. was a legend. She, uh, I wrote, I'm, I, do, I wrote cast updates. Her, her, her name is uh, like she's so iconic as of an actor. Like, what a short career that made such an impact. I know in every role she was in. Her name's Ann Ramsey. She was killing it. I think I did a cast update on her. Yeah, so, I did. Died in 1988. Yep. So the movie was only out three years. Legend. Can she, you believe she went that? Out on top. Yeah, and then I bet, I bet, throw mama from a train. Was right in that same mm-hmm. same area. Yeah, we need to get Mama throw Mama from the train in, in the VHS collection. But yeah, the, it was such a good uh, such a good casting with everybody. Yeah, dude. Since you're on casting, let's just graze over casting real quick. Sean Aston, Sean Aston, Josh Brolin. Yeah, dude. Corey Feldman. Let's just. I wanted to like talk about yep. what like Sean Aston, Lord of the Rings, Stranger Things, Rudy. I loved him in Stranger Things. Yeah. Can't Bob? believe they offed him that quick. Was it Bob? It was Bob. Josh Brolin, Thanos. Bro, he's he's had a great career. You can, I'm sure he was in a hundred other things that yeah. I know. No Country for Old Men. He's in all kinds of stuff. Yeah, but Thanos. All you got to do is say Thanos. Yeah. Corey Feldman, man. God, dude. Probably one of, the, one of the kings of the 80s. I know, man. He was in so many important movies in the 80s. Lost I'm, Boys. Oh, God, so many. He could have printed his old money in the 80s. He really could have. Like, uh, God, dang. You know he was um so the reason we we grazed over this mm-hmm. on the last one on the hall I think yeah. on our last hall show but we need to talk about it so Corey Filman was supposed to be an ET and he got casted in it he read for it met with Spielberg Spielberg was like yeah you're an ET man like yeah for sure he he did a bunch of work for ET and then they wrote his part out because they didn't like the script or something Steven Spielberg felt bad and was like yo we'll work again in the future and he called him up and said, you know, he, I don't know how many years later it was. I think E.T. came out early 80s. Mm-hmm. Like super, like yeah, 81 A couple years later, he was like, hey, man. A couple years later, he calls up Corey Filman. Says, hey, man, can't tell you much about the movie. Fly out here to where I'm at. We'll talk about it. So he flies out to Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg says it's a movie about kids chasing treasure, booby traps on the ocean, pirates. He's like, sign me up. Oh, I don't even want to hear anything else. Whatever you say, I'm in. So that's how Corey Feldman got that Ma- role mouth mouth in in Goonies and dude by the way he did an amazing job. Oh my god. He's that, probably the best actor in it. Yeah, by far. It, or one well, of them him at least. And Mikey. Yeah. But I mean I don't even know. I, I, don't, I I honestly they all pull their weight. Yeah, like, they really do. Think about Chunk's time on screen. Oh, yeah. Uh Data, yeah. like every one of them. Dude, and Corey Feldman like when he's Rosalita, you know where Rosalita's in there when he's communicating the with her. Yeah, dude, he's like very, very good. I'm Killing like, it. He was super believable. Was even like, her, even Rosalita, she kills it. You know, you know about Chunk. Yes. You know about him today. He basically, uh, that, I don't remember if he did too many movies after that, but after that, he pretty much retired and became an entertainment lawyer. Believe it or not, the guy who played Chunk is now a lawyer who runs a successful practice in California. Yeah. He hasn't acted since 1987. He hasn't performed the travel shovel in front of the camera since 1985. And he's fit now. That we know of, is what it says. And, and he's, he's like in shape. Yeah. yeah, he looks completely different. Like, you can see it in his face. Yeah, though, yeah but, no, that's him. Yeah, but it's weird to see him. You but know? I mean, think about how good and how like uh, 
how successful he was at that time just to quit. I wonder what that was about. Because I don't know. Definitely could have got other roles. And he was a kid, though, so maybe his parents were like, let's just yeah. pull him or out. Or he was just like, oh, I'm done. Great decision, by the way, because, you know, look at the child stars and how that But he did up. amazing. When he's in there and he, the Fratellis have him, and he, they have, they're like uh, holding him hostage, and they're acting like they're gonna blend his fingers. Mm-hmm. Like that story he tells, that where he just keeps going. Oh my god! Tell, I want, they were like, I want to hear everything. He's like everything, and he tells them everything from his whole. Literally childhood. tells them everything. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, I, and I stole, and I puked at the fake puke in the movie theater, <laughs> and I kept going. He goes, and then everyone in the theater started puking. <laughs> and I love it that the Fratelli looks at him and he goes, Ma, I'm starting to like this kid. <laughs> And then Data, with like my, my my boy loved watching Data and all his gadgets. Gadgets, dude. He's uh, from Indiana Jones, 100%. too. Feels like he plays the same character in both. Yep. But, dude, and it's so ridiculous. There is some ridiculous shit in uh, the Goonies, though, okay? Some oh, stuff. Yeah. Like when, when Data's falling down the hole. He shoots that little... So funny. The mouth thing. Pinchers of power. The pinchers, and it like pinches a rock or something. I think he called like... He's short, he was like short round and... He, that's what it was he was yeah. short round and he was a great character in that but those those teeth grab a rock and stop him from his body weight yep. from falling on some spikes it's just like oh my god all of his shit all of his data's uh, uh gadgets really had no practical for, use nah like, but awesome but for the movie in the 80s it made a kid believe it and at the time i wanted to be him yeah like i was trying to do all that yeah. shit N- couldn't do anything like i see my kids now trying to mimic stuff they see on television i was doing that with data yeah, i was yeah. making so like, you're gadgets. in there trying to make slick shoes with your uh, nikes i was trying to make things that would like catch on to stuff and pull me do you yeah. notice all their fresh nikes all of them had yep. fresh old Nikes yep. on them. The guy that played Sloth, his name's John... Matuzak. Matuzak. Yeah, he's okay. a football player. Yeah, if, I know he's a football player. Raiders, player. I think. He over- overdosed. Yeah, he overdosed and died. I thought I wrote it down. I had to tell my son that... Uh, I was like, yeah, he didn't look like that. <laughs> yeah. I said, that's makeup. Oh. Uh, my daughter kept saying, uh, "He can? is it a mask? Can he pull it Basically. off? I'm like, yeah. I was like, if you grabbed it, you could pull it off yeah. of his face. But what a great character to write also. Sloth is iconic. Like the guy that they keep in the basement. Yeah, like, and turns out at first you think he's ex- like he's like a he, you monster. You think he's a monster. Yeah. And he ends up becoming like the greatest guy. Him and Chunk are the best together. I love Chunk. I love Chunk. Yeah. And now when he says, hey, you guys, bro, it's iconic. There's a lot of pop culture oh, yeah. that we, came out of this film. I love when he takes his shirt out. Uh, it's and Superman. And, and then his brother's like, oh, shit. We're in trouble now, Francis. Yeah. I can't believe that dude overdosed, though. He must have been partying hard oh, after that I shit. I mean, dude, what, in the 80s Raiders? 80s sure. Raiders was just in, like, a huge movie. He's probably coked out of his mind. Yeah, bro, he, he got, he, <laughs> he probably did it for coke. <laughs> he probably did. So y'all pay me in coke? Yeah. I don't need much, man. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit of coke and I'm good, you know what I'm saying? Oh, did you know, did you know that Chunk had chicken pox? I didn't. Chunk? I remember you told me. Chunk had chicken pox while he was filming. And he didn't tell anyone. He ran the risk because he was afraid he would lose the role. I would have too. And if there's a when he's shaking his belly, you can see chicken pox scars. Are you serious? Yep. Or spots. I'll have to go look because I yep. did not look at yep. his belly that close. I, I watched it back and I saw a couple little dots, but I didn't see or like how a lot. mean to make your buddy do that. I know. To get they wouldn't let him in. I feel like they wouldn't even film that today. No. Because it'd be... That's picking. That's bullying. They're bullying him because he's chunky. But like a couple times in that where they bully Chunk, it ends up helping the group. <laughs> like when they can't get in the uh, restaurant, he's like, mouth turns to him and he's like, I got naked pictures of your mom. And he's like, you want to see them? He goes, I'll sell them to you. 
And so Chunk gets mad and runs through the door. And then they're all like, thanks, Chunk. And like, oh, another thing when they're in the museum upstairs at the uh, with the museum stuff up in uh, Brand's and Mikey's attic, they, they give the Chunk that picture because they know he's going to break it. They give it to him and say, here, hold this. And he's sitting there talking and immediately just falls and breaks it. Dude, speaking of that, when, when they first find that picture and they wipe the dust off of it. Oh, my gosh. When that music kicks in. Okay, because. The little. Yeah. Put you in the mood, dude. Bro, I'll they tell you what. They play it again right, at, after, right when they're in the bikes on that scene we were just talking about earlier. I know. I know. It's underlaid through the whole movie. Through the whole movie. So I'm, I swear to God, I'm underlaid under this whole That's podcast. That's sick, dude. But when, when that kicks in, it immediately. That's what I'm talking about. No, like, this music. You. This music from the 80s and these sounds and these... Just like on Zelda we were talking about. Yeah. This takes you. I heard it today uh, when I watched it. When As soon as I got that feeling, I was like, oh, man. I, I love it. I just sat down and didn't move. And that, that uh, scene where they're in the attic, that's what makes me like movies like this and the adventure. When they're Everything in that attic was cool to me. Like, <laughs> all the stuff they were looking at, the museum stuff, the pieces, the old. And then they found, like, a treasure map, bro. Like, that's what... Who wouldn't go on that? You f- me and Tuck find a treasure map tonight. We're going. We're going. Let's just let's talk about special effects. This is pre again pre yeah. CGI. This is they made everything you see pre CGI. They built it. There will not be any more movies like the Goonies or the movies from the eighties because they really had, and 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 they feel the way they feel because of the way they look like mm-hmm. the like the sets and stuff. There were no CGI sets. They didn't have. They they don't have to build any of that stuff they do then no. right then none of it none of they it. just pay some designers on to build it in the background and it looks amazing it looks 10 times better yep. or crystal clear because but it's all was, digital you could touch this was there they I spent some of it still exists they spent no telling how long building these sets especially the one at the end the pirate ship scene yeah, dude. the pirate ship and then the whole area that they were at the rocks and the, the waterfalls skull, the all of that of shit that was handmade and it the they piano, were there they were looking at it. the piano was a real thing where yeah. they play the notes like that they built that dude like, movies will never look like that again they're always no. going to be perfect and crystal clear it, this is part of it this is part of why they look and feel the way they do but it was totally believable all the sets that they built none of it looked like it wasn't real. Except, I'm getting there, for some of the special effects. The bats. You remember where the bats? 100%. Dude, the bats look so it ridiculous. It like somebody's holding them up in front of them. Look like they're holding them. Just Dang It them. looks like the ones that you like get at the store, and they're on bouncy strings, yeah. and you like just bounce them around. But, dude, there's a couple scenes from the, that bat scene that crack me up to this day. <laughs> Which one? Like when the lady's sitting there, the one girl is sitting there yelling rabies. And she's like, the bats at her face, <laughs> yeah. she's like, rabies, rabies. So yeah, the the bats look pretty terrible, and uh, but I love it. I love it yeah, just I mean, the same. I, it doesn't bother me. No, and uh, there was something else that caught me when I was like, oh shit. But I love I love the amount of like, um, think about all the booby traps and stuff, and all the stuff that went into making those booby mm-hmm. traps, and the scene where like the um, the pipes were ripping through the. Uh, when the guys were taking the showers yeah. and, the, and the shower valves were ripping into the walls yep. and stuff. I mean, all that shit really happened. Yeah, they, they did, did that. all that. They set this all up and did all of that. It was like, all right, one, two, three, go. Yep. Guys were in the shower acting. The they were breaking. You know, they didn't get it right the first time. They had to rebuild the shit again. I love it, dude. And um, there's one that uh, didn't make the show. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Talk movie. about that. The octopus. Because hey, what's funny, I watched it today and. It, he even uh, data even mentions mentions uh, octopus at the very end to the reporter. 
What's he say? He says, and the, the guy's like, were you in any danger? And, and like, Data's like, yeah, the octopus. And, like, I can't and, believe and it's not even in the real cut. So he says it, and he kept it. If you don't know what we're, we're talking about, there's a, there's a deleted scene, I think it is, where they're in, when they jump in the water right before they see the the Willie's ship, there's an octopus in that water that and just another hurdle to get to the boat. Which and they said it looked so bad they had to cut it. Like all of it. It did look pretty bad if it you watch bad. it. I watched it, yeah. It it's looks bad. like a big plastic I thought it was this, fake octopus. I thought this was like a uh what is it where you have a false memory? What is it called? The uh, Mandela effect? Yeah, yeah. Like I thought because uh, I was like I remember of octopus and then i was like am i misremembering and i I looked it up and i was like oh shit it is real it just got cut out it's maybe in the i guess it was in like a dvd uh, extra yeah 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 but yeah make people buy the dvd and they just took it out because it looks it's like one of those things where they built and was like this is terrible yeah dude it it didn't i'm glad it's almost like you how do you how do you recreate an octopus in 1985 yeah make it look real i bet if it would have made it into the movie though that we would have been like it would have worked yeah but but i i I could see it didn't need to be in there looking at it now it looks like shit yeah and it didn't need to be in it keep forgetting we have it that's chester copperpot yep it's a good segue yeah because like uh and i i think i figured it out if you watch this movie and they find a card, a baseball card. It's from after he's supposed to have went. So it couldn't have been Chester Copperpot. But I think the the production just fucked up. Card they put on. a card thinking it was an old Lou Gehrig card, which is from, you know, old, the 30s. And it was actually from the 70s or something. Because it was because now, you know, they I got a Lou Gehrig card sitting on that counter. Right. From this two years and ago. And Chester Copperpot would have gone and like. He would have had a 60, I think it was a 60s. And it, it would have, should have It been, was an error. Yeah, yep. it should have been from the 40s. But it was from like the 70s after he went. So, so there's like conspiracy theory. There's a theory. conspiracy theory saying that the chest, that's not Chester Copperpot. <laughs> but they found his wallet. So right. I mean, it, I think they just messed up in production. Like a flub. Yeah, somebody was like, give me a Lou Gehrig card. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, but that's pretty cool because I didn't catch that either. Okay, uh, did you know an actual shipwreck inspired the movie? No. And they found it recently. Archaeologists discovered the lost shipwreck that inspired the Goonies. I'm not going to read a lot of this. In 1963, the Spanish galleon, the Santa Cristel de Burgos, capsized, but last month, volunteers uncovered over 20 pieces of ship of the shipwrecked vessel Astoria, Oregon, the same city that the 80s classic The Goonies was set in. Yeah, in the, in the film, That's a, awesome. a Santa Cristel de Burgos backstory, when the ship first capsized pieces of cargo which also contained chunks of beeswax, had washed ashore, which led to locals also naming the ship Beeswax Wreck. According to Williams, an Oregon resident who was looking for a gate gemstones along the coast a few years ago when he stumbled upon what he believed to be the first few pieces of the Spanish galleon's wreckage. The resident had heard the stories about the beeswax wreck since he was a child, which led him to believe that what he discovered was no ordinary Jeff, driftwood. That's pretty cool. I didn't know it was an actual ship. Yeah, there was a myth of a shipwreck That's being awesome. off of the coast. And, you know, I guess that inspired yeah. some kids going to find it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, I didn't know that. No, me neither. Definitely didn't know that. Let's see if we have any other cool facts. There was a earlier script that was written that had that incorporated two gorillas that escaped from the zoo <laughs> that was going around stealing cars. Like, you can look it up. There's a couple videos of it. It's, I didn't know. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, it, you can tell why they... Uh, On, there's a script, or is there, like, footage? There's footage. But they I'm filmed saying, it? No, they filmed a couple scenes, 
And then, like, it, you can only find it in a couple places. Okay. Like, it's really obscure. But it's really weird because it has no point to the show at all. Like, the movie. <laughs> it's just odd that they even... Like, it's like a subplot. You know, watching it back recently, the Goonies came from, like, the poor part of town was called the Goondocks. Mm-hmm. By the way, the house sold for $1.65 million. Yeah. And that house uh, was bigger than any house I had. Yeah, it was an time. awesome house. And by the way, the guy that bought the house, I reached out to and tried to get him on the podcast tonight. He hit me with his PR firm. Just because he bought the house now. He now he, he bought the Goonies house. Now so he hit me famous. with the PR firm. He's like, yo, talk to my PR firm. The song, the Cindy Lauper song. Classic. Classic, good enough. I wish I could play it right now, but I can't because it'll get pulled everywhere. But go to you, go to go to wherever you listen to music. Cindy Lauper, good enough. Goonies theme, whatever. I think the song's great. I like the song. The video's weird as shit. Have you ever seen the video? Yeah, I think the uh, song fits the the soundtrack beautifully. The instrumentation that's in the song, the the vibes or whatever mm-hmm. the. It almost sounds like some African vibes, or was it made for the movie? Yes. So it's like a like a Back to the Future, Huey Lewis. Yes. Like how he made yes, this. and I don't know if on the recording, like if you go to like Spotify or something, and listen to it. I don't know if on the recording you hear, you hear it in that. But I know if you're watching the movie and it's playing in the background of the song, goes Goonies, Goonies, Goonies yeah, yeah, in yeah, the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd be interested to see. If it does that on the actual recording, that's cool. It's really hard to make a song for something. You know I would, I, mean? I would feel like, especially at that level, like Steven Spielberg calls you and says, "Hey, I need a song. I need a song." Well, fuck, you want to talk about pressure? That's what I'm saying. Like, and no then, matter what you make, it's gonna suck. And then to nail it, no matter what you make, it's gonna suck. Is how I would like, feel. Uh, imagine nailing it, and and I don't know if people know that uh, the most of the crew didn't like it. Like, they didn't think it was good. They didn't think that was a good song that she made. And Corey Feldman hated it and even told either her or Steven Spielberg or whoever that he thought that she could do better. Yeah, and look what happened. Wasn't it number one or something? I'm sure it was. I'm not sure if it was number one, but it was definitely a hit. Yeah, it was a hit. And it matches perfect. Like, now I couldn't imagine it not being there. It's, it's part of it. It fits everything yeah. about it. And that's, you know, at the time you don't realize that stuff. You don't think about 20, 30, 40 no. years from then. Yeah, everything in that movie holds up. You know, except for the bats. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I mean, what were they going to do? They just they didn't have a choice. real bats? I swear I can see them in like they're, when they were doing it and then watching it back, they're probably just like, oh my God. Yeah. This does not look good. But I mean, at the time, like I get it. What, what were you going to do? How were you going to make real bats? I know, it's so cool that they just a, had to do it. What, are you going to go get a thousand real bats and just let them loose with kids? That's real rave. That, that's what was another thing that's cool about the 80s. They just had to figure it out. They're like, yep. all right, if we want to make a movie about this, we have to make it. We yep. have to use fake bats and make them make look a real. good example of that is how they made Star Wars. You've seen the little miniature. Like, they make you think that's real. Dude, I didn't realize the first Star Wars came out in the 70s. Yeah, bro. Imagine that. Trying to make anything that looked like that. Like 79, I believe it was. 78 you know or something. how hard it was to make the space? Space so George Lucas was... They're killing it. That man was way ahead of his yeah. time. You want to talk about ahead of your time? That Show me somebody more ahead of their time than that man. Because yep. movies didn't catch up after that. No. His studio is who they went to mm-hmm. after that. They, they Every great thing uses his cgi now he was the forefront of that that's what i'm saying like i thought that movie was from the 80s for sure like late 80s and it wasn't until i was because you know i was young it wasn't until i got older and i started looking into shit like that i'm like damn this was 70s what's crazy is he made a movie so 
crazy and hard that he had to invent ways to shoot ways to make it look good he because it forced him that's right it don't exist right now but in a few years i'm gonna make it so i don't have to make little models of shit shout out to george lucas and steven spielberg for killing killing the game with all the movies he made even though et looked like absolute ass still great movie still still groundbreaking doesn't doesn't hold up where et goes off in front of the moon hilarious i mean come on but it doesn't hold up like goonies it does not i don't care what when I watch E.T. now, I really don't like it. But when I watch Goonies, it's I still love oh, it. Oh, I love it. That's not true for every 80s movie. So I want to talk about the, the, the rock, the famous rocks in the Goonies. Oh, in Oregon? And we didn't really talk about the chase scene either. We did a little bit, but the chase scene, when the chase scene goes mm-hmm. onto the beach, how great is that? Now, what a great way to get away from the cops in a, in a, car, a car chase. I know, dude. That they're, was... they're in a 4x4, four four, and there happens to be a 4x4 four four race. That they the, just stumble the upon. Like, come on, like you're, man. You're, ghost, you're a ghost. Yeah. No one's going to find you. I have no idea where you're There's at. There's 400 freaking 4x4s. Four the rocks in the background and the... Um, you know, that rock, man, I want to go see that. That's That would be cool to see. Here's another reason to go to Oregon. I want to go to the Goonies house. I want to go see the rock. There's no way the restaurant's still there. I don't think it is. Um, also, the last blockbuster that's in existence is in Bend, Oregon. Oh, yeah. I have no idea how far away from Astoria, Oregon, that is. But we should go there and rent a VHS and never bring it back. <laughs> I bet it happens all the time. Can I get a... I just uh, want the case, which I have one I put in the bathroom. I wonder what that late fee is going to be. People probably like, wait, you put a Blockbuster rental case in your bathroom? Yeah. I got a crazy-ass bathroom with shit hanging everywhere. It's cool. So, yeah, it'd be worth the trip. It'd be yeah. worth the trip. Goonies House, the Haystack Rock is what it's called. Oh, cool. The last Blockbuster. Goonies 2. You know what Goonies 2 is? Yep. Goonies 2... Is an NES game, and I'm not even joking. And Spielberg was behind it and everything. I think at the time, he realized they weren't going to make an actual movie. So he called so that Goonies 2. Let's make it a video game and call it Goonies 2, which always baffled me. And I just found this out when we started researching. I'm like, why is this game called Goonies 2? And where's not Goonies, a Goonies, where's the where's, Goonies 1? Where's I, Goonies 1? I, I've probably Googled that 10 times. There's only two. Just trying to find it. There's only a Goonies 2. And it actually continues the story. It does. It's a, a sequel to the movie. In it, the Fratellis escape jail yep. and are coming to kidnap the kids and a mermaid. Somehow a mermaid is in there. Yeah. They're kidnapping the kids and a mermaid, is. except for Mikey. And you're Mikey in the game, and it's your job to free all the kids. So it sounds fun, yeah. but I'm sure it's I've probably terrible. It. Yeah, it's not very You good. have played it? Yeah, it's not Yeah, well, I mean, when you go buy it, it's like $7. Yeah, it's not a very expensive. I almost bought it today. Did you? We, yeah, we don't have it in our collection. We should. We need to, but we know we can get it, so yeah, it's not it's something... Like, it's everywhere you go. You see it all the time. Yep. So, But there are whispers around Hollywood, right? I mean, there has been for 20, 30 years about starting a Goonies, like a sequel. A sequel where it's their children? Yeah. Or it's them. Doing something else? Yeah. Don't do it. I, I don't know, man. It, I don't want to see it. If you get Spielberg in it and you get the cast is all alive except Sloth. R.I.P. Well, they can re- they can do something else with that. I mean, hey, they can CGI him. They now. can make any football player. They can bring him back. Hey, no, nah, they can make yeah. any football player Gronk. look like that. Oh my God, he'd be perfect. I think I just casted Sloth. Gronk. Gronk. Gronkowski, aka the new Sloth. <laughs> Only one, I guess. I mean, I, I, the, I guess you could get Chunk in it. Data's doing movies still. Uh, Mikey's still doing movies. Josh Brolin's bigger than ever. The two girls are still alive. Like Corey Feldman's. 
uh, doing music, it's like this can happen. I still don't know how I feel because you know what? When Anchorman put out a part two, was I was so hurt. Ever. I was so hurt, and it had all the same people. It, it had everything. It had all the same magic. You can't capture it again. But you cannot recapture it. And I feel like the Goonies is the same thing. Well, like, there's, there's a couple things that have resurrected that are, are okay. Yeah, that's true. I'm not saying it's impossible. Yeah, Hollywood's about as unoriginal as it gets nowadays. So that's they, right. everyone's just re- regurgitating something that was successful in the past. So it, That proved successful in the past. Yep. And you know, if you put a little bit of money into it just based off the name, people are going to come out whether it sucks or not. And at the end of the day, that really all that matters is if people come out. I know. Uh, I think Richard Donner's dead. Oh, is he? Pretty sure. I don't know. But uh, look that up. I know. I mean, Spielberg's, if he's involved, it could be okay. That's all I'm saying. Steven Spielberg, do something with it. We'll vote yes. I vote I don't know. I vote I'm on the fence. You know what another thing I thought about when I watched it today? What? Where's that pirate ship going? They probably just disassembled it. Go get it. I want it. Right now. I'll put it in my backyard. I would have started swimming immediately. Like when it was in the water and they were... Oh, you... Like, uh, I'm talking about... In the movie. In the movie, bro. What are y'all doing? They just let it go. fucking loaded with gold. And it just goes. Go and get on a fucking boat right now. Stop the movie. How did that end? Because today I rewatched it. No, it ends you, with the boat just I know, sailing. It away. just goes away. I know that, but then I is there? They leave us hanging on that. Yeah, it's out there. still. There's part two right there. It's still out there, bro. There's part two. Damn. You know another thing that I, uh, uh, me and my boy were talking about how how you don't touch Willie's gold because uh, uh, Mikey knew the Fratellis didn't. Mikey was like, "Don't touch that. That's Willie's. Take everything but that. Leave my man his stash. Yeah, like, if don't. they wouldn't have touched that." The boat would still be in the cave. And the one-eyed Willie scene where Mikey sees him at the end, and he's up there alone. He's like, give me a second. And everybody's up there, and he doesn't know. And he turns, and he's like, how long y'all been here? And that classic line where he's like, long enough, Mikey. Like, that's another just, he's like the leader. You know what I mean? He's up there by himself talking to Willie. And then he introduces Willie to the Goonies. Hell yeah, and there's a Goonies Day in Astoria, Oregon, where they all cosplay. That's sick. There's parades. People come to the house. God, they kill, every every outfit was so 80s. Like, everything about it, bro. The sweatsuits, the Josh Brolin's sweatsuits. The windbreaker. The, everything. Somebody had a windbreaker on. Chunk had a cool one. Yeah. They're actually cool now. Those shirt, those jackets. And I don't know if you noticed, but when his dad pulls up at the end, dressed just like Chunk. Is, yeah, no, I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that. That's same how flowery shirt and that jacket. And they brought him a pizza. And my, my boy's like, why'd they bring him a pizza? I was like, his name's Chunk. Yeah. Bro, when he throws the baby Ruth and it just smacks him in the head. And he, he screams. He's fucking cracks me up to this day. Me too. So yeah. I'll tell you that. Dude, the Goonies, hey. Uh, Has the honor of being our first movie we talk about. Definitely an honor to talk about this thing. Uh, hopefully educated you on some stuff you didn't know. I know I had a hell of a time rewatching it, and I'm not going to lie. I didn't get to finish rewatching it. I started watching it yesterday. I didn't see like the last 20 minutes, but that shit's forever embedded in my brain, yeah. especially that. Like you were telling me to like uh, study up on it, and I'm like, Pfft. you don't need to. It's in my brain. I just wanted to watch it back no, to like I did. see anything that I, you know. I, I liked catching the stuff. Like I told you about, there's a scene where they're in the uh, right before they go down that fireplace. Mikey calls Brand Josh, and they kept it in. And his Go real name's it. Josh. Yeah, his real name's Josh Brolin. But in the in the movie, he's na- his name's Brand. So right down before they go down the fire, yeah, he's like uh, something something Josh. Oh, I gotta I, I, I gotta watch it's that. It's hilarious because I didn't. I knew you yeah. told me that, and I was like, damn, you just called him Josh. I need to check that out. And they uh, don't even flinch. I wonder what. Damn, we should have. Did you put the timestamp? I, I gave you the yeah, timestamp. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell 
people listening yeah, and watching. I even went back and paused it. I'm gonna tell people listening and watching because do I, your own research. Yeah, here we and go. And if you find something else cool that we didn't, let email us. Email us at superretropod at gmail. Superretropod at gmail. 4046 is the timestamp. So cool. 40 minutes and 46 yeah, that's seconds. Josh. That's where he calls him Josh instead of uh, Brand. So yeah, y'all, that's our first movie, The Goonies, man. Next podcast, we don't know what it is yet, which we should start figuring that out yep. pretty soon uh, and start studying up on that. It'll be some kind of pop culture stuff, which will be fun. Uh, but yeah, The Goonies, y'all, iconic movie. Like I said, hope you learned something. If you haven't watched it, Go watch it, and if you have watched it, go rewatch it. Go rewatch it. I'm telling you, just rewatch it. That feeling, that little, that little music kicks in when that music hits you. What you've probably already been listening to this whole podcast. Hopefully, you're gonna want to go on an adventure. You feel it in your chest. Ah, you're just like, I want to go search for treasure. There's still treasure out there. I promise. Where in the world? Yeah, there's it's there's fucking millions of dollars out there right now somewhere hidden. Yeah, man. There's boats. They're still finding them. Holler at me There's if y'all galleons. find a map. There's I want to find boats. a map. I want the map. Like the boats under in the ocean, that's fine and everything. I want to find the map and I'm going to go my own treasure. All right. Damn it. Anyway. The map itself was a treasure. So, hey, check us out on social media. Check us out on um, specifically YouTube, y'all. Go follow our YouTube page um, if you're not watching this on YouTube. Yeah. We do but, shorts on there where we uh, get hauls and uh, new items that we've collected over the time. Please follow our YouTube page. Follow our Instagram page. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Super Retro Pod at Gmail. Dustin Tucker, 502 at Instagram. We'll walk to Two, yeah. at Instagram. Uh, Super Retro Podcast on Instagram. You can just, if, you, if you're trying to find us on social media platforms, you can. Yep. So, thanks for watching. Until next time. Goonies never say die.